Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. I'm the owner and founder of simplepinmedia.com. We're a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon, and we help manage our clients' Pinterest presence so they can focus back on their business. But I also have this podcast and a blog where I aim to teach simple, actionable tips so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing. At the beginning of every month, I talk about what you can expect for the month ahead, what to pin, what to promote, content planning ideas, tips for the month, and monthly action tips. You can find all of these in the Ultimate Pinterest Planner, a free download, totally free, on simplepinmedia.com. And you can find it on these episode show notes as well, which will be simplepinmedia.com slash 84. And this planner goes throughout the year to help you plan out how to market on Pinterest, to know what's ahead. One of the biggest things about Pinterest, and they've said this in their creative guide, is that you really need to start pinning about 45 days before the actual event, whether it's a holiday or a frame of time, because people on Pinterest are searching and trying to find ideas for the future. So when we think about marketing on Pinterest and we think about all of these holidays coming up or frames of time, let's say you have some really good content for Easter and Easter is this year, I believe in April. And right now we're talking about what to pin in February, but we want to think ahead about the 45 day mark to give it the opportunity to get into people's smart feeds, to get into their searches. So first let's start out with what to pin in February. Spring break is coming down the pike for many people. It usually happens in the U.S. towards the end of March, beginning of April. If you are North American based, a lot of people will take vacations during this week. They will go to warm climates, especially since we have had pretty harsh winters all around the country. And so they'll be looking for places that they can go with their kids. It might be road trip tips, airline tips ways to pass the time, maybe when you're sitting in an airport, books on the beach, swimsuits, summer fashion, shoes for walking and exploring. You could really go deep on this whole spring break idea. A lot of people gear up for it. They plan ahead. So do what you can to really give them the tools that they need to plan a great spring break. St. Patrick's Day. This is a holiday that's in March. It's Irish. I don't even know if the Irish celebrate this. So if you're in Ireland and you're listening to this and you don't even celebrate St. Patrick's Day, which I don't know if they do. But in the U.S., North America, we do. And a lot of people will have parties or they'll do crafts for kids, green pancakes, leprechauns, all that kind of stuff. Comfort food. February is still a time where People are looking for warm dishes, and especially as it relates to some of their January New Year's resolutions. They still want to eat great, but, you know, we do like those heavy foods sometimes. So anything that is slow cooker, instant pot, even Whole30, a lot of people do a Whole30 round, which is a special type of eating reset plan. They do that during the month of January, but they're still trying to find ways to make Whole30 fit into their life. So any type of slender Weight Watchers, 
any of that still goes in February and even into March. Spring fashion. This is a big one that we really see to try to, we see, you know, rising up here in February. And we, as we get ready for it in March and April, Again, a lot of people are in very cold climate, so they're dreaming of warmth. It's why when I go into Target, I'm always surprised that I see swimsuits in the middle of January and February. It's like, why do they have swimsuits out? Well, there are people who take vacations to warm climates, and they are looking for a swimsuit. And if nobody offered that, then, well, they wouldn't be able to buy a swimsuit until like May. Spring cleaning. People are still in the organization kind of frame of mind as they've gotten out of January, you know, in spring cleaning is a big thing, cleaning their house, cleaning their papers, cleaning their accounts, whatever it is. I actually did a post two years ago about spring cleaning your Pinterest boards, how to clean up Pinterest boards. And it continues to be my number one traffic driver. It has peaks and valleys, but mostly in the springtime. And then right around January, the two times I get bursts of traffic to it, because there are a lot of people in business who are thinking about, okay, how do I clean up my Pinterest boards? The same can be true for how to clean up email or how to come up with a system. So even if you're not maybe a lifestyle blogger or somebody that deals with um, more traditional things that people might be searching on Pinterest, think outside the box. How can you apply spring cleaning to your business? Maybe it's a new coaching program, or maybe it's a product that you sell that really applies to something that people would use in the spring. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Um, everybody should have received all of their stuff in the U.S. by the end of January, and they're ready to start filing their taxes the beginning of February into April 15th. I think this year is it's about April 17th because of the 15th falls on the weekend. A lot of people want to know the differences between having somebody prepare it for them or doing it themselves. What do they need to do to plan for taxes? There's a lot of things you can do to help these people with taxes. So if you talk about taxes in any realm, and you don't have to be an expert, maybe you can give your own feedback as to what systems you've come up with, then this is a really good time to start pinning that content. So it's ready and available for people who are now thinking, you know, do I go to some big place like H&R Block or do I hire an individual accountant? What do I do? So know that you want to start pinning that kind of stuff. So it's ready now that people are thinking about it and into mid-April. Okay, so in the planner, we talk then about what to promote. And what we mean by that is what to do with a promoted pin. And a promoted pin is Pinterest's version of paid advertising. It's like if you were to boost a post on Facebook or Instagram, they call it a promoted pin. And how it works is you find a pin that's already on the platform that's yours, and you pay to promote it through their ads manager. The great part about a promoted pin and what I love, love, love about it is that once you promote this pin, the pin doesn't go away. It still stays on the platform. So an example would be the how to clean up Pinterest boards pin that I talk about. I've promoted it multiple times, but I pinned it originally organically in spring of 2016. And about six months later, I promoted it. And then six months after that, I promoted it again. So it it's still around on the platform organically, but it's also getting a little bit of a bump promoted pin wise. So if you have something that you feel like needs a little bit of a 
a push along. Maybe it's something, an organic pin that you know gets good traffic, but you'd like to get a little bit more, or maybe it's a new product you'd like to get eyes on. Promoted pins are the way to go. And we'll have our promoted pin guide in the show notes for you. Some things to promote during this month. And the reason we want you to promote these things during this month is because that's when people are searching for these particular topics. So Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is big in February. Anything to do with Valentine's Day. Date nights, decor, kids activities, crafts, tablescapes, whatever it might be as it relates to Valentine's Day. If you already have really good content around Valentine's Day or you have a really good product, then you want to make sure to promote that for the first week of Jan- or February. So maybe I would promote it February 5th through the 13th. So it's getting its real push of traffic during this time when I know people are looking for Valentine's Day content. Date ideas. That could go along with Valentine's Day too, or it could just be general date ideas that people can read throughout the year. There's some great sites out there that get super creative on roundups. People on Pinterest really like the roundups, but I suggest you don't go too crazy with your high of number, sticking between eight, probably no more than 15-ish, feels very consumable to people. But when you get to like 50 or 100, it's like, what? I can't even wrap my brain around that. So I would stick with a number and then stick with that number continuously on your site as you round up multiple products or multiple suggestions or articles or whatever it might be. If your number is just seven or five, five tips for this, five products for this. That's a really good way to keep your audience coming back and maybe start to create a series around these five things or five favorite things, whatever it might be. Gift ideas. Gift ideas for Valentine's Day is a really good thing to promote. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is towards the end of February and there's a lot of people who will be celebrating it. So what you'll want to do is look at, again, if you've already created Mardi Gras content or if you sell something that has to do with Mardi Gras, t-shirts, anything like that, you want to promote during the entire month of February so you are ready for when people are searching for Mardi Gras. Weekend getaways. So during the month of February, you know, some locations around the U.S. do either a really long weekend for President's Day weekend or they do an entire week-long break, similar to spring break. So weekend getaways or traveling is going to be something that might be super popular during this time. And remember, it just doesn't have to be places to go, but it can be tips that help people with their weekend getaways. Pinterest has often been known about it's often been known as the place where people go for ideas and they see this idea and they go why didn't I think of that? That's genius. What you're trying to do is get into people's feeds so you can be those genius ideas. So try to create something with a little bit of a different spin on it. Maybe you create a very unique product for weekend getaways, Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day, winter fashion, whatever it is, you want to help people have that aha moment. And so with your doing your promoted pin with that aha moment type content, you have a greater opportunity of being seen and getting more people excited to visit your site. The last thing you want to think about promoting is if you're a fashion related Um, site content creator, then you would look for winter fashion, maybe a roundup of boots or coats or warm weather, whatever it might be. 
People are still in cold climates in February. So you want to help them by promoting your roundup of these types of products. Most people do this with affiliate marketing. So let's say I am a fashion blogger and I want to highlight the top five favorite boots in February. I would list all those boots on my site and then I would make sure that I have affiliate links for all of them. And the goal when I pin a pin to Pinterest is to drive traffic back to that post so that they'll click on an affiliate link and buy a product therefore giving me a small commission that I earn through that affiliate link. And we have a fantastic post here on Simple Pin about how to monetize, six ways to monetize. And we'll link that again too in the show notes, which is at simplepinmedia.com slash 84. And that will be a way that you can see the six strategic ways you can monetize your site. The next section under February of the planner is content planning ideas. This is the thinking ahead portion. What's going to come just after this 45 day window that we're talking about? That would probably put us in April, May, even June. So this is a time where if you're not good at creating an editorial calendar for the entire year, this will help you think ahead to that time frame to what you can create. Easter is a big one that's coming up in April. Memorial Day in May is also something that's coming down the pike. Graduation, Mother's Day, and then Father's Day in June, outdoor fun. Anything that's going to happen in this latter part of spring, you want to be thinking ahead for. Would your audience find content relevant? Or do you sell products during that time? Is that your highest sales time? Do your people need more awareness of your brand during this time? Really jot down your ideas, maybe even create a Google Drive file. I am a huge fan of Google Drive. Simple Pen is run through Google Drive. We have folders, everything's segmented, and then there's subfolders, and it's very clean and organized. I do not just have documents all over the place. So we have Simple Pen blog and email, and then I have the Simple Pen 2018 editorial calendar, and it's all connected with my podcast because this podcast is transcribed into a blog post because we found that some people prefer reading over listening. And so this whole editorial calendar is where I go to drop ideas. So I have my main master list and that lists what number the episode is, when it's going out, what the name of it is. And then I tell Tina, my creative director, what I want on the pin. So what words I want on there. So even though this episode might be what to pin in February, Tina might put something else on there like, February Pinterest tips or something along those lines. And if I have an idea before she has an idea, there's a slot in there for me to put in what I want as the pin text. Well, there's also another tab too where I can put all my ideas, things that I hope to create posts or podcasts on so that I'm planning ahead. Planning ahead is really, really key so that you are not just trying to whip up a post or try to throw your products onto Pinterest last minute. It takes planning. It takes forethought. So that's why we have this section in the planner 
for content planning ideas because we want you to be thinking ahead. And we say we, I should mention too, that Tailwind is a scheduling provider that we love here at Simple Pin. And we have created the ultimate Pinterest planner in conjunction with them. And so a lot of this information doesn't just come from Simple Pin, but it also comes from Tailwind and their content creation side. The next section in February is a tip of the month. And for this tip, we're going to talk about hashtags. And we've mentioned it a little bit here in the podcast. And we were a little bit caught off guard that Pinterest had allowed hashtags to be a part of the platform because they were so set on it for so long that it was not going to be something that they were going to add to the platform. And then all of a sudden, one day we wake up and we can use hashtags. Hashtags have their own feed. It's called a chronological hashtag feed. And when you pin something that has a hashtag, it goes into this feed and it has a timestamp next to it and how long ago it was pinned. So one hour ago, two hour ago, and it goes in chronological order. So we suggest on your pin descriptions that you add three to four hashtags. Pinterest has said you can add up to 20. I wouldn't go too crazy just yet. I would definitely go three to four hashtags and make them very specific to what it is that you talk about. Maybe even a branded hashtag. For me, it's hashtag simple pin podcast. So when somebody clicks on the hashtag simple pin podcast, it serves them up everything that has the hashtag simple pin podcast. Now you don't need to make a mad dash to update all of your old content, all of your old products. Just start with it going forward. Add it on your site. Maybe it's to the product description or the pin description. I recommend using the plugin Tasty Pins because it allows you on your WordPress site to have a Pinterest text box and an alt text box. I add in my description with my couple of hashtags there in my Pinterest text box. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. It's a fantastic plugin that I really, really like. The last thing is a monthly action tip. So this is something that actually, while I'm on the podcast with you, I'm going to go through mine live. So there might be a few, uh, um, uh, but that's mostly because I'm looking at Pinterest. And this monthly action tip is to look at the interests of your audience in Pinterest analytics. So for those of you that don't know, when you become a business account on Pinterest, and I suggest all of you have it if you're going to do any type of business, whether it's um, a real estate business or a product-based business or a blog, you need to have a business account. And you really want to have a business account too, because you get access to analytics, which is what I'm going to be talking about today. We want to look in here to see, maybe my audience is interested in something that's still within my niche, but I hadn't really thought of. So I'm going to hop over to Pinterest right now. And when you log into your account, when you have a business account in the upper left corner, you'll see a thing called analytics. And we have two other podcasts that I'll link in the show notes where we talk about analytics, both Google analytics and Pinterest analytics. And in the future, we're going to do the trifecta Pinterest Google and Tailwind. But for now, those are the two podcasts we have that can kind of explain it more and go in depth. So make sure you go to the show notes, which again is that simplepinmedia.com slash 84. And we're gonna have all the details there about how you can watch the or listen to those other podcasts. Okay, so when I'm in analytics, I'm going to go to the people you reach section. And this is where you find demographics and interests. And in this section, it's broken up 
even further into all audiences, which is everybody who's ever pinned your pin and then followers. This is people who actually follow you. We see a lot of people who either don't know how to follow, they don't even know you can follow, or they just don't follow. So paying attention to all audiences is really, really important. So it'll start at the very top when you click on interest, it'll default to demographics. So you want to just click over to interest, which the two are side by side. And it'll say what your audience is into. And mine has DIY home decor, recipes, DIY crafts, home decor, hairstyles, desserts, inspirational quotes, healthy snacks, makeup, fashion, travel, and fitness. What's interesting about this is that I talk about Pinterest marketing, right? Well, it's not, it makes sense because what I did with my account, because my account is a test account, is I took and created best food pins board. So this was the places where I put all my pins that I thought were really catchy and useful. And I loved their graphics. The same with DIY. So a lot of this funnels into how I designed my Pinterest board. Now, if I do something about your followers, which is in the upper right, then it changes what my followers are into. And to be honest, they really didn't change that much. What I'm kind of looking for here is to see where is the blogging piece? What about the inspirational quotes? And my account might not be the best one to use simply because there's so much that's happening on it. But for you, you're going to look at these boxes. And what's great is you can click on these boxes. So I'm going to click on DIY home decor. Maybe that's a really big part of what I am, you know, what my people are interested in. Well, here's the cool thing. So it opens up to this new URL that's pinterest.com slash topics slash DIY dash home dash decor. And I can follow this. It's the interests, but it's now instead of pinterest.com slash interest, it's pinterest.com slash topics. And it shows me 67 million people follow DIY home decor. And then it's broken down from there into more guided search boxes that say shabby chic furniture, home decor ideas, bedroom ideas, kitchen ideas, and cheap home decor. So let's say I want to drill down and go even deeper because my people seem to be interested in bedroom ideas. So I'm going to click on that. The same thing happens where it's pinterest.com slash topics slash bedroom dash ideas, but only 3 million followers follow bedroom ideas. And I have the opportunity to follow it as well. So what can happen here, to be honest, is you can kind of end up going down a black hole of searching in Pinterest. But one of the great things about this is it really connects you with what is happening on Pinterest, what your people are interested in. So click around, take 20 minutes, look at what the interests are, and maybe you can create a new board. Well, here's another interesting thing that you can look at is I can look at boards and this is your followers boards with a lot of your pins. I really pay attention to what these board names are. So a lot of mine are social media tips, blogging, Pinterest, blogging, blogging, Pinterest, Pinterest marketing, how I use Pinterest, blogging, Pinterest. So clearly a lot of people are pinning my pins to Pinterest boards, which is fantastic. Exactly what I want them to do. Well, maybe I don't have a blogging board yet. I already do actually, but let's say I don't. Well, now that I'm seeing that there's three boards, four boards that have the word blogging in it, 
that's going to prompt me to want to create a new board for Simple Pen that's around blogging ideas. I know that several of our clients are bloggers. I know several of our community members are bloggers. And so I want to curate some ideas that can help serve them. At the very bottom, what you can do is you can look at brands and it's businesses your followers also engage with. And in fact, interesting, there are two people that are our clients. And so we've been able to have a little bit of cross promotion there as well. And maybe some of our people ended up following them and vice versa. Some are other big brands like WordPress.com, the Tailwind team, Home Talk. A lot of this makes sense based on some other types of things that I do in the community. So spend some time here in your interest section of Pinterest analytics to see and to go back and forth between all audiences and your followers. When I did change it to all audiences, I still see a lot of Pinterest, even tips for entrepreneurs. My brands don't look the same, but I do still have some people. I have a few other clients on there too that people are engaging with as well. There's a lot of information in Pinterest analytics that is really valuable to how you end up creating your content strategy. It's not just Uh, throw darts against the wall. It really is being intentional about who is my person? What will they be clicking on? What will they be searching on this time of year? And how can I really get them to click on my content and then as a result, come to my site and want to engage with my content? So take some time this week, plan out what you would pin in February, and then figure out what you're going to content plan for, how you're going to plan your content out in the spring going forward. So you can find all of this information on simplepinmedia.com slash 84. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. If you have a few minutes in your day, I would love it if you would head over to iTunes or whatever player you use. And I would love for you to leave a review. Make sure you're subscribed as well. And then maybe tell some of your friends who need Pinterest marketing advice about the Simple Pin Podcast. I would be so honored. I love this podcast. I love communicating with you all. And I would love to share it with more people. So thank you so much for being part of the Simple Pin audience. Thank you.